Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, it's your boy, DJ Billy A. And across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Get up on your microphone and tell him who you am, my friend. Yeah. Mm. What up, what up, what up? It is your boy, Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Big Skis, a.k.a. Old Dirty Savage. Yes. From the 209 Tang. Yeah, the 209 Tang. Nine Tang? <laughs> Nantang. I kind of like that. It's got a ring to it. 209 Tang. Yeah. You've heard of the Wu-Tang Clan. Now get ready for the 209 Tang Clan. Uh, you put the clan on it. It doesn't quite feel the yeah, same. We, we're not allowed to use clan. No, yeah, no. People of our uh, skin tone are not allowed to put clan on the end of anything. You've got a good point there. Absolutely, buddy. 209 Tang is in the building, though, baby. We have arrived. Uh... Coming off that post-holiday craziness, we're in that post-holiday coma. Post, that's right, right after. Pre is before, post is after, yes. So the post-holiday coma, man, just trying to shake off the... Uh... What do you think's better, post-Malone or pre-Malone? <laughs> I'm going to go no Malone. I'm not a fan at all. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's a great question. I hadn't thought of that. I yeah. would... What's his name? Does he? Does Malone got a good post-up game? Is that why he's post Listen, Malone? You can be post Malone. Yeah. You can be pre Malone. Uh huh. And that's okay because you know we live in an era where you can do whatever you like. It's true. Not me though. No. I'm Sam Malone. Sam Malone, Mayday baby. Mayday Malone. Taking Not, it back to where, cheers. Yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries yes. sure would help a lot. Uh huh. Absolutely. Wouldn't you like to get away? Not if Carla's my waitress, because she was angry. What a bitch. Yeah, Yeah. she wasn't friendly at all. I feel like maybe there was a little bit of that really at home, and that's why Danny DeVito lost his hair. Uh, It's possible, yeah. Yeah, she was a 
a pistol, as can, they say. Can you think about, when you think about Rhea Perlman and Danny DeVito, can you picture a more perfect couple? No. Like, they're, like, the same height, the same kind of, like, spicy, fiery attitude, funny, short, round. You know why they're just, together? No. Because the Illuminati put them together. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Cat Williams <laughs> told me that. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Cat has been on a tear. That uh, that podcast he did with on Club Shay Shay, my feed, my algorithm. I don't know what I've looked at in my algorithm, but I it's Cat Williams all day long. In my well, he's al- taken the world by storm because basically, he's allegedly outing yes this Illuminati and the Hollywood and and yes. how things are going and yeah. and. Here's the thing. He comes out with that 10 years ago. People go, he's crazy. He's off his fucking rocker. Right. Well, and now people, people already like, kind of thought he was crazy because he had some moments. But anyway, yeah. But you know what I mean? Now people yeah. are like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of this is adding up. Oh, yeah. Cedric the Entertainer. They're calling out, he's calling out Cedric the Entertainer, right? He's calling out Steve Harvey for yeah. stealing Mark Curry's stuff in his and show. And Cedric stealing his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, he said Kevin Hart was a plant, an industry plant. Like that, he was just placed to be to be the guy. Like he was never meant to be the guy, which is kind of you know. I mean, I don't think it's crazy talk to me because I never. How many times have we been like, dude? Why is this guy everywhere? I never thought Kevin Hart was funny. I never dug his stand up. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna put a, an asterisk by that. That in the last I'd say four to five years, I still don't appreciate his stand up, but uh, I thought he was excellent in both of those Jumanji movies. Really enjoyed him in that. Uh, I liked him in Central Intelligence. Basically, I like him when him and The Rock get together. But I have started to appreciate his performances in movies a lot more in like the last four to five years. But when my kids were like, Dad, you got to check this guy out on Netflix. And I watched about five to ten minutes and didn't laugh and went, I'm done with this guy. I'm glad you kids love it. Enjoy it. Watch it. He's your guy. And then uh, my kids made me go to see that ride along with Ice Cube. And I was like, this is some bullshit. And then we watched the sequel at home. And I was still like, this is some bullshit. It's not funny. I didn't dig it. But he's grown on me. He's, he's, uh, I'm appreciating him more lately. But he's been around like, I don't know, 15 years now. Been a, been a minute. Yeah. You're falling into the Illuminati's plan. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Breaking you down. Yeah. That, they took 15 years, but I'm a fan. It, it's his movies. I mean, you put somebody in the right movie. And they'd have to really, if it's an amazing, hilarious, funny movie, you'd have to really be an idiot to fuck it up. Like, that Jumanji movie is just fun, man. Like, oh. yeah, it's it's fun. Dane Cook was okay at times. Sure. You know what Absolutely. I mean? So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I was never a big fan of his stand-up yeah, either, but he so. had a hell of a run. Uh, anyway, happy, happy... Happy New Year to you, sir. Yes, happy Happy New Year. Absolutely. We are uh, our first episode of 2024. We're back, baby. Sorry for the delay. Took a little uh, break for Christmas. Hey, 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 it's Christmas vacation. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, uh, you know, here's the thing. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, I, as I was getting ready for this weekend, I went back and I listened yes. to the goal episode. Yeah, show. New Year's goals. Yeah, and, and, uh, yeah. and uh, it's crazy what a difference a year can make and we've talked about that you know with with uh you know we've talked about that in in five seasons how different our lives are whether it be you know jobs careers activities family members being gone friends that we went to high school with being gone yeah just how quickly things can change um but 
in the la- a year ago when we were doing you know our yeah. New Year's Day, like California was underwater. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like we we, yeah, we yeah, the, yeah. the the goal show you like you lost connection like twice. Yes. We 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 paused it because the weekend prior like the power went out here like four times like right. we're like all right this is not yeah. it's not gonna work dude everything's underwater and I'm coming, people are sandbagging i'm shit. live from the ipad I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm coming through via facetime not the ipad i'm coming through via facetime on the phone and you know we did that a lot but what's funny is we haven't had to do that in a while and i'd forgotten it seems like forever ago even though it was only a year ago like, so when I popped that episode on to go back and see what my New Year's resolutions were for 2023, and here I come in, what up? You know, I sound like this, what up, what up, what up, and welcome, you know, because I'm coming through the uh, the FaceTime. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. We used to have to do that sometimes. Like, I'm really glad we don't do that anymore. I think we both came to the realization it's best to just miss an episode rather than do that. But yeah, man, what a difference a year makes. Um, here we are back from Christmas break uh, and ready to get in. We got uh, we got some big episodes always. I've said it a bazillion times in the five years that we recorded. Two of my favorite episodes ever of, the, of every season is our top fives, right? Our top five, what we watched in the year, our top five, what we listened to in the year, and then obviously our New Year's goals. We go back and revisit our 2023 goals. Uh, it's become i notice every year when i listen that we're calling it the failure episode here we go again with the failure episode so we go over our previous goals and then we make new goals so so the failure episode is coming it is absolutely coming and so is our top five movies and 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 music those are two episodes coming down the pipe but we figured with this episode we kick it off while just kind of catching up because we haven't seen each other in uh since since the last time we recorded over a month ago so how was your christmas my friend uh, well, first of all, uh, I'll tell you this, buddy. Yeah. Uh, the Christmas, um, and we talked about this, you know, kids are gone. Right. Christmas is a different beast. We've, mm-hmm. we've, uh, we've struggled at times to, you yes. know, get in the spirit. Yes. And, you know, you talked about like you guys this year, you went on a trip. You yes, know? we did. And, yeah. and, uh, uh, one of my things, and, I, and I'll tell you this is. There's certain things I like to get in this every Christmas, right? Right. And then sometimes, like, I take a break from stuff. Yes. So that the following Christmas or in the future, yeah, it hits a little harder. Right. Uh, so uh, this year, I decided because of everything going on and and just kind of how my life was. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch any of my Christmas movies. That's 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 valid. I can understand that. I, I didn't watch Die Hard. Okay. I didn't watch. The only thing that I did watch, because it was on TV, we put on a Christmas movie, like that was just uh, playing on, on on the TV while we were decorating or making cookies or something like that. Is Christmas Vacation was on. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and um, Elf was on at one point. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And we watched a little bit of. Uh, after Elf was over, we were still doing something. See, like, I'm not really paying attention. Like, I'm not yeah, sitting absolutely. down and yeah, watching. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we watched a little bit of Christmas with the Cranks, okay. which I hadn't watched in a while. And it was just fantastic. Well, here's the thing. As you get older, when you're a kid and somebody tells you Christmas is a year away, that's forever. Yeah. Right? But I've done the same thing as you this year. I did watch a few of the ones I always watch, but... 
Uh, I realize when I sit down with these movies year after year after year that a year really isn't that long anymore. At 49 years old, a year goes like that. The snap of a fingers, it's Christmas again. Like, you know, here we are talking about our New Year's goals. It's going to be Christmas tomorrow. You know, it comes that quickly. Well, just to put it in perspective, and I said this to somebody the other day, and they were like, holy shit. Yeah. Right? I was looking back and listening to the goal show from last year, which we talked about the goals from the previous year. Correct. Where one of my goals was to make sure that I made probation. Correct. We're now... Less than five months away from me sealing up my third year. Insane, right? Yeah. Someone's like, wait, you've been here three years? Yeah. Like, And they're like, dude, on one hand, I feel like you've been here forever. Right. Yeah. And then also, like, I can't believe it's been three years. Already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, you know, it's crazy. It feels like you've been here forever, and yet I still look at you as the new guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. I've been in that position quite a few times. And, yeah. And so, you know, just kind of that dynamic of time like you said like i couldn't believe it was already thanksgiving nuts yeah you know what i mean i couldn't believe that you know whatever and it just it goes so much faster like i remember and i don't know if it's just when you're younger you don't have a like real grasp of time or maybe you're not doing as much so if it doesn't it feels like time takes forever yeah i think so all you're doing is anticipating that day and then uh, what What do you have as a kid? School, hanging out with your friends, playing. Not, not a mortgage. No, not, not a mortgage, and- not a nine to five. Not, you know, there's no stress. Like I laugh, kids, this is such a, becoming such an old man episode. Can you believe how fast time goes and these fucking kids? Well, a year ago yeah. on the goal episode, we <laughs> yeah. spent about 20 minutes talking about weather. So. Yes, we did. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I always laughed when my kids would say how hard it was, how tired they were when they came home from school. Like, are you fucking serious? I'm, I'm tired. It was, I was at school. Like, I'm just grumpy. You know, like, you know what, dude? I don't want to hear that shit. You sat at a desk and listened and then maybe went out and played some basketball for an hour and then went back in and sat some more and at some point had lunch. Yeah, tough, buddy. I, I feel for you. Yeah, you know, like I would always kill me when my kids would come home assholes and talk about how hard their day was at school. I'm right, like, right. Come on, get out of here. But anyway, I feel you with the Christmas movies. This year, I made it a point to watch... Uh, the new stuff that came out because I, like you, find that I check out. I I did not watch Elf this year. I did not watch Die Hard as well this year. Uh, there was a few that I did see, but you know what's interesting? My wife's office did a very cool thing. They rented out because movie theaters are having a real tough time now. Movies, people aren't going to the movies. We've talked about that a million times. So Regal will let you rent uh, a, a theater for a party. And you can pick a movie as long as they've got it. It's one that they have. So her office, her uh, one of her supervisors is a massive Christmas vacation fan. They uh, He always dresses up at the Christmas party as like either uh, Cousin Eddie or he'll dress like uh, uh, Chevy Chase's character with the Bears hat and the vest. And, you know, he's into it. Clark Griswold? Yeah, Griswold himself. He's got the jersey, you know, whatever. Uh, so they rented a theater at the Regal in El Dorado Hills on a, like a Tuesday at like one o'clock. And we watched Christmas Vacation. And I can tell you that I have not seen it. I saw that movie on the big screen in like 1980, whatever, at the Jackson Cinema. That was the last time I seen it on a big screen. But being in a theater, you know, you shut your phone off. 
and you just actually watch. And then we came out of there and I told my wife, that was so cool because that's probably the first time I've really watched that movie. Like in, not been distracted. In not- 20, not putting up a tree, not baking a cookie, not wrapping presents, not uh, just checking out on my phone because I've right. seen it a million times. It was crazy too to watch it on the big screen because I was like noticing things like, holy shit, look at the Guns N' Roses poster in the background on the bed or, right. oh my God, look at the detail on Homeboy's sweat- sweater that he's wearing. Like I was noticing little things like that that I hadn't picked up. But yeah, I actually watched that movie for probably the first time in about 20 years. Like actually just sit and paid attention. It was just really cool vibe to see it in the theater. But I watched uh, Dashing Through the Snow uh-huh. with, with Ludacris. I watched um, a very horrible Eddie Murphy one that I can't even remember the name of it now. It was awful. The Amazon. Am- it's on a- it was an Amazon original <laughs> Yeah, with Eddie Mer Amazon, Amazon, my friend Amazon. Hello, and welcome to Amazon. What the fuck? Was Amazon that? Prime, my friend. I like Amazon very good. Very, very, very good. Today shipping, no problem. <laughs> anyway, so I watched that one that was really bad. I don't even remember the name of it, but it was Eddie Murphy and Tracy Ellis Ross. Eddie Murphy makes a wish to an elf to 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 win the Christmas decoration. You know, something stupid. It was horrible. And I watched one called Genie uh, um, on, uh, I think it was on Peacock, um, where a guy is, is is on the splits from his wife. It just happens to take place at Christmas time. He has a, a, a lamp and he, he picks it up and rubs it. And out comes a genie who who's, who's takes it upon herself to help him win his wife back. Right. And it's not traditionally a Christmas movie, but it does take place at Christmas time. And I have to say, out of the three, that was probably my favorite one. Uh, that one was pretty good. I can't, I, I can never remember the lady's name who played the genie. She was in Bridesmaids, Heavy Set Girl, really funny. Oh, she played Ursula. She did. Melissa yes, McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy. She's the genie. She's really funny. Uh, it's got, it's got some heartfelt moments, some good humor. That of the three was the best one. Uh, Dashing through the snow with Ludacris was pretty good, and then the Eddie Murphy one was absolute straight basura, trash, well, garbage. I, I know this that you told me you watched them. I asked, and I was like, all right, well, passing on that. And then yeah. I heard everyone be like, great idea, terrible script, like just I feel like I wasted my time. And I don't know. Eddie Murphy is an absolute genius. But somewhere along the line, something happened. I don't know what happened with Eddie Murphy. His decisions that he makes, like what he picks to do and not to do as far as movies, something, I don't know if he just sees a paycheck and says, fuck it. I mean, I really like Dolomite. Dolomite is my name was a genius movie. But that coming to America, the sequel, was really bad. What if he's not allowed to pick? uh, We'd have to talk to Cat Williams about that. I mean... (laughs) The Illuminati may be in there. He said, you got all these African-American guys with light-skinned wives who never make appearances, who never do interviews. They all fit the profile, man. I'm just saying. And then you're like, why would he make this movie? Maybe they don't have a choice. Eddie didn't go light skin. He married a white woman. <laughs> That's pretty light. <laughs> he went real light skin. She's clear. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, man, his 
his choices, like for being such a comedy genius and being the, one of the funniest men on planet Earth, that's naturally funny. I don't know how he read that script and thought, yeah, this is it. That's why I'm really worried about Beverly Hills Cop 4. You sent me that trailer and I really like the trailer, but I'm incredibly worried that that movie is just going to blow hard. Like I want it to be good though. I'm excited for it still. Well, you want to hear fu something funny though? Yes, I do. Didn't watch those movies. Got you. You know how I feel about Die Hard. I do. Didn't watch Die Hard yet. I was still walking around during December just randomly saying Die Hard things. Oh, of course. <laughs> you got to. Tis the season. Oh, I remember one time I was sitting at the elevator and I hit the button, somebody walked up. And then uh, somebody said, I heard somebody say, like, oh, no, her her friends came by and her sweater had ho, ho, ho on it. Uh-huh, right. And I just I randomly out of nowhere was that, I said, uh, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> randomly. And, uh, you know. Just diehard quotes, because for no reason, out of nowhere, and I didn't watch it. So. Hans Gruber has to be, if you're doing a top 50 villains, you think he's top oh, five? He's, 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 I mean. Hello, cowboy. That, that actor's so good. What's his name? I can't remember now off the top of Hans head. Gruber's real name? Yeah, the actor who plays uh, him. Vladi Divots. That's him. Yeah. yeah. Vladi, he's amazing. Who knew? He has range. Yeah. He's so good in, uh, gosh, I wish I could remember his name now. He's incredible in Dogma. He's the voice of God that comes down to talk to them and help them in dogma. He's so good in that movie. And in Harry Potter, he's Professor Snape. So he's always got that. Alan Rickman. Oh, Rickman. He's a he's a genius. Like, he doesn't get... People don't talk about that guy. In Harry Potter, he is... When he's like, Hello, Mr. Potter. It's the famous Mr. Potter. Well, clearly, fame isn't everything. You know, he's just so good. But yeah, I mean, I, I would think that Hans Gruber is a top 20 villain of all time. It's like, a very nice suit, Mr. Takagi. It would yeah. be a shame to ruin it. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's just such a classic movie and such a classic performance by him. But yeah, man, I I, uh, I, I like you. <laughs> now I have a machine gun. Oh, oh, oh. I like you, though, dude. I steered away from a lot of the movies that I watched. Well, oh, you know what the other one I watched was? They made a sequel to A Christmas Story where Ralphie's all grown up and he's got his own kids now and he goes back home to give his mom one last Christmas because Pops passed away. Uh-huh. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Not, again, none of these movies blew my mind, but it was worth the watch. That one's on HBO Max. Got it. Definitely worth checking out. So, in answer to your original question mm -hmm. 17 minutes ago... Yes. Uh, my Christmas. Remember when you asked me if you thought Christmas would be enough to cover a full episode? You were a little worried when we first started. I go, it's not going to be a problem, dude. Trust me. Touching, cowboy. That's Touching. right. <laughs> or should I call you Mr. McLean? That's right. What was it that you said? yippee ki motherfucker? I love the way he says motherfucker. <laughs> That's Christmassy, right? Sooner or later, I might get to somebody you care about. That's right. It's so good. God, that movie is I might legendary. go watch it right now. Dude, that may be... It's a classic New Year movie, dude. Uh, dude, where does it... We talk about Gruber being a top 10 villain. Where does Die Hard fall just in movies, period? Like, not. Uh, let's not talk about Christmas movies. That's got to be... 
That's top 20, right? Of the greatest movies of all time. It's gotta be. You ask for miracles, Theo. I give you the FBI. That's right. Oh, so good. My you're, Rickman's coming. You're good, man. Yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty good. I'm gonna work on my Rickman. Yeah, you're in there, dude. You're in there like um, somewhere. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue the trend with the old man. Yeah. Christmas was exhausting. It was. I and, agree. And, and 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 I'll tell you why. Uh, so Christmas was on, uh, let's see, what was that? Monday. Uh-huh. So, uh, Friday, uh, and I don't want to, I don't want to say this, uh, Friday, Friday night, the, the Friday before Christmas, uh, friend of the show, one of my best friends, the guy that I share my season tickets with, Eddie Carillo, mm-hmm. uh, AKA Mr. C, uh, his wife, Estella, mm-hmm. uh, who was, uh, if you recall the episode where we went to the Giants game and the car broke down. Yes. And, oh, yeah. You know. Uh, Remember it? Yeah. Well. Uh, how could I forget it? Uh, the E-40 bobblehead day where we spent a lot of time on uh, 85th Avenue in yes. Oakland. Yes. Uh, Estella's wife. Beautiful. 85th beautiful 85th Avenue. 85th Avenue. <laughs> um, Estella's father passed away oh, uh, a week before. And so Estella's... Um, Dad's service was that Friday, uh-huh. and uh, I had a Christmas party mm. uh, for my work people, and so um, I had to, I obviously I had to prioritize the Estella thing first sure. because you know absolutely I wanted to be there to to support and say hi and and let her know that I was there and uh, and then so then I I left Patterson drove back to series picked up Justin and Kim mm-hmm. went back to Lodi for Damn. the Christmas party at yeah. my works. It was great. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. We played, um, what's that game where, uh, the cards, like you pick one card and then everyone turns in a card that, uh, set, that goes with what you said. Cards against humanity. Yeah. That yeah. one we played that. With so like, funny. So we, dirty. We, uh, we, yeah. Well, here's the thing is like, uh, we're at. We're, I love it. We play it all the time with we're friends. At, we're yeah. at my work wife's uh, house because that's where the party was. Yeah, and she. Uh, I guess they have like little packs you can buy. Yes, you can buy expansion Dude, packs. So there was and like they get dirtier. The regular pack, the yeah. nasty, sexy pack. Oh yeah, the like the politics pack. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it was like yeah. So like I'd be in my hand and I'd be like, it'd be like, I'd have a card that said Justin Bieber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'd have a card that was like, uh, you know. <laughs> Kill Gorbachev. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like licking your partner's butthole while I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? My favorite one that I got this holiday season when we played, I forget where we were. We were at a friend's. Uh, my, It was a response card. It got turned in as a response. And the response was, all y'all motherfuckers. That was just it. And so for the rest of the night, I chose that one because it was like, uh, you know, it was like, what would you say if you walked in on uh, a child, Do you know, whatever. And people were like, I got the cards and I had to pick the best one. And my favorite response was, I'm like, oh, this one won. I'm going to tell you right now, all y'all motherfuckers. And then the rest of the night, people would be like, so what do you think we should do next? I go, I think we should uh, probably play this game and we should play it with all y'all motherfuckers. Right. I just kept saying it all yeah. night. Like, people were getting a kick out of it. Now, whenever it's I run nice. into somebody from that party, yeah. they're like, say it. Say it. Do it. Do say it. it. All y'all motherfuckers. Do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah. And that Saturday, came home Friday night. Saturday, got up, 
Went to Orangevale for the family Christmas party, mm-hmm. uh, which was great. We had a good time. That's at Sis's uh, house. No, that's no? at Vernon Linda's house. Oh, Old okay. Uncle Vernon Unk. Linda, the Calk, the, the Calkins Christmas party. Calkin. Yeah, Calkin. C A. Home alone. Yeah. Not, oh yeah. Calkin. Macaulay Calkin. Yeah, that's his last name. Whatever. Anyway, not related. No. That I okay. know of. All right. uh, he's never been to the party. Oh damn uh, it. You know why? Because he's home alone. That's yeah, why. he's he's busy. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's he's putting a plan together to yeah, foil the yeah, robbers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I lied. I did watch another Christmas movie. I, I was on. Uh-huh. Justin's son, Enzo was here, so he, we were keeping him distracted while we were doing something. Um, uh, I guess there's a Home Alone three. There is, yeah. And I'd never seen it. Yeah. Uh, I know that. Uh, That's the one with the little kid in the remote control car, right? And yeah. 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 And like. Uh, I'll tell you this: What I did, uh, Black Widow's in it. Oh yeah, yeah. They're like she's spies super, or no, burglars. She's super young. Oh, she's, no, she's one of the, the sister. Kids. Oh, the sister. She's that's like right. A teenager. That's right. Okay, because there are like spies or something that are yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to get into the yeah, house because yeah. they had put the whatever the super high tech thing into the remote control car and it wasn't supposed to be shipped. Right. It accidentally got shipped to him. He figured it out. Whatever. I watched it, it, it once. Yeah. and Tried to forget it. Yeah. I'll tell you this: It's not great, yeah. but it's also not terrible. Right. Because. Yeah. Uh, all the Home Alone three is like a smarter kid with uh, more creative ways to fuck up the bad guys. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. for it's sure. Pretty funny. He's got te- he's got better tech. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got better absolutely. Tech, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so Saturday we go to the Calkins party, and then we come home, um, and then Sunday is Christmas Eve, and uh, we finally get to relax a little bit. We get up in the morning. It's me and Justin and Enzo and Kim, and uh, we. Uh, we do Christmas with us for mm. the most part, because mm-hmm. because Kim, Kim's gonna take off and go to her family's, so uh, so she can spend Christmas Eve with her family and then Christmas morning and stuff. So then uh, we do that and it's great. And then and then uh, she takes off and then we're just I finally like get to relax a little bit, breathe, right? Then Christmas morning, wake up, do Christmas with Justin and Enzo, yeah, uh, and, and you know Santa Claus. Yeah. Thankfully. You know, made it to the house. He found series. Yeah, he yeah. found the series. Yeah. And uh, he ate the cookies, drank the milk, so he did his job. He's a good guy. Yeah. And Santa's uh, a good man. Yeah. And then uh, I packed up Mercy, and then we went to Clovis. Yeah. To have, you know, spend time with Kim and her family, and we spent Christmas night, and then most Damn, of- dude. I'm tired just listening yeah, mo- to you. And then most, yeah. of, and most of Tuesday- I thought I had a busy Christmas. I worked, I worked, Damn. I worked remotely Tuesday, and then I was spent time down there taking care of that stuff, and then I came home Tuesday night. Yeah. And I had to be at court at 9 Shit. in Stockton on yeah. Wednesday. So it was just really tiring. Yeah. And just like, it, it, it all like all worth it. You know what I mean? Of and course. we talk about it. Like, of course. It's the holidays. You do it once a year, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, so, yeah, it was good. It was, But, it, you know, it was, uh, it was good, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed the people and I ate too much and yes. all that stuff. And same here. And uh, I will tell you this: the the one cool thing about uh, uh, Christmas, for the most part, is now, like when people ask, "Hey, what do you want for Christmas?" Like I'm just very specific. Like I'm like literally like sending links. Yeah. Like, get yeah. this. That's the best way this. to do it. Yeah. Get this. You know. So. Uh, and then like with Amazon lists, like you can just throw stuff out, you know? Right? Yeah. Like I showed you, I got the uh, I got the Notorious B.I.G. The vinyl. The Ready to Die vinyl. Yes, the colored vinyl is beautiful. I, it, it's fantastic. It's an amazing yeah. vinyl. 
and uh we've talked about this like vinyl is cool but i really like when they're like specialized and the yeah. colors and the discs absolutely you know the records are different so this is one of those i sent you a video of yeah it, you know yeah, playing yeah. and uh i had thrown that on an amazon list i don't know two years ago when we were really getting into the bringing the vinyl back right right and right. i forgot it was even on there yeah so when i opened it on christmas morning it was a surprise i knew it was a record right of course you know yeah. but i have no idea what what record and i was actually like what they get me like yeah 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 like, like it was from justin i was like i feel like he's gonna mess this up yeah. <laughs> did he look at what i have like you know what i mean is it pre-malone <laughs> damn it i didn't want that vinyl damn. is it is it may mayday malone singing the christmas hits now that that might be that's a collectible yeah if you got that vinyl let me know because yeah. i want to hear that i want to hear sam malone singing frosty the snow mayday home for the holidays mayday mayday i'm coming home <laughs> uh, but it's good you know i got a, got a, got a lot of things that i i mm. i'm at that point too now where like i'll ask for things so yeah. that i don't have to buy them yes right correct so I got oh, absolutely i got a couple golf gloves you know i got the record that i wanted like, yes so it was just it was very nice not that it's about that no but it's it's nice though absolutely and people like here's the thing man it's it's about the giving so people like to give you something that they know you're really gonna want so that's the beauty if amazon did anything else they made christmas so easy they took the guesswork out of it like right uh my mom my uh my mother-in-law are always like put together an amazon wish list i don't know what to get you and then finally this year, this was the first year I, I didn't put one together. And, and I was just like, they were like, Bill didn't put together a wish list. We're just going to give him money. I'm like, that's what I need. You know, like. Even better. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. And this, so this for me was the craziest and yet easiest Christmas at the same time. Like it was really strange because all my kids are grown. All out on their own, doing their thing. And so I just did money. Uh, you know, I gave them, I gave them money. So my two sons and my daughter, there was no shopping at all this year, other than my daughter's out of town. She wasn't coming home. She's in Anaheim or in Southern California. So I didn't even have to put together a stocking for her. The only shopping I did was stockings uh, because my wife and I both came to an agreement. Well, my wife pissed me off a little bit because I said, we said no gifts. We're gonna pay for this trip to Las Vegas. We're gonna go see Bruno Mars. We're gonna spend a couple days in Vegas, enjoy the concert, no gifts. And then we're like heading to Vegas and my wife goes, oh, you know, I found this really cool shirt for your stocking, but it didn't fit, so I'm gonna wear it. I'm like, wait a minute, I thought, we said no gifts. So oh, it's just stocking stuff. I go, that, that's a gift. Like we said no gifts. So I gotta come home from Vegas. We get home on the 23rd and I gotta buy stocking shit. And I still, I had started my boys, but there were still a couple things I needed to get for their stockings. And then my wife hands me a gift on Christmas morning. She always gets uh, an ornament, a new ornament for the tree. And so I was expecting nothing. And she goes, here you go. And I'm like, what's this? She's like, well, I'll take it back. And then I could see I'd overstep my bounds. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I thought no gifts meant no gifts. But, you know, clearly I was off base a little bit. So if we do this again next year, I'm going to remember stockings regardless and i will remember um i will remember that there's always going to be an ornament so i got to be prepared for that but so anyway I, I i bought no gifts it was all money all my nieces and nephews have amazon wish lists so amber just went through and got all the nieces and nephews stuff off their amazon wish list and it came in the mail and she wrapped it uh we did money for the kids and then i 
Amber and I didn't shop for each other. Well, I didn't shop for <laughs> not typical shopping. And we went on our trip. So we left uh, Wednesday the 20th. So I worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, and I got on a plane Wednesday night. And we got to Vegas late Wednesday night. We had all day Thursday. Amber's never been. So we had all day Thursday to hit the strip. We went up and down the strip, saw all the sights, did a comedy show that night at the mm -hmm. Comedy Cellar. Saw a really great comedy show at the Comedy Cellar. And then we had all day Friday to kind of catch anything we missed. And then Bruno Mars was Friday night. And then um, Saturday morning, the 23rd, fly home. Get home, unpack, and it's dinner with my parents on the 23rd. Get back from that. It's uh, lunch and uh, and gifts with my kids on the 24th. Get done with that. And then it's dinner and gifts with the in-laws on the 25th. And then get done with that and it's back to work. So right. it is insane. But uh, Vegas was incredible. Um, I enjoyed the trip a little more when I took my son. Funds were really, really tight. Not that they weren't tight this time, but I was a little better off and a little better space this time than I was last time. Mostly because I had my wife with me who also has her own money. <laughs> Whereas I took my son last time and he had none. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we saw, you know, the Bellagio fountains. We saw the Mirage, the volcano at the Mirage. We went to a stand-up comedy show that was incredible. My wife played one slot, $10 and $150, like immediately cashed out, like, you know, pulled the thing a couple times, hit 50, cashed out. That was cool. Um, That's the move. And yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, that's willpower. You know, that's where they expect to get you. They get you that, they give you that 50 right out the gate, right? And then they, they think you're gonna keep doing that. They, that's how they take your money. But that was fun. We had a lot of fun. Um, I would definitely go back with her. We had a great time. And then Bruno Mars, I'm gonna put it out there right now to the 209 Till Infinity podcast. We saw Bruno Mars at the Dolby Theater at the MGM. It was the best concert I've ever seen in my life. Like he, I don't go, you and I, you know what kind of concerts I go to because you and I go to a lot of the same concerts. Yeah, I'm usually there. Yeah, we go to concerts at mostly uh, Harlow's or um, or uh, Ace of Spades, right? Right. And so what, what you're talking about, lower level artists, artists that aren't blowing up the radio, artists that aren't making millions and millions of dollars. So this is the first, I would say, massive pop star that I've ever seen a concert for. Like who I love the music, you know, you, you hear, we've talked about it before how people talk about, oh my God, I took my daughter to Taylor Swift and I was blown away. I'm now like a fan. Well, I was already a fan of Bruno Mars, but I had no idea what his stage show was like. Uh, I've never been to a show with, uh, where confetti rained down, you know, like at one point in one of the song, I think it was, uh, I think it was, uh, 24k magic i don't remember which one it was but he had confetti rain down on the audience uh he had smoke he had uh fireworks he had flames he had sparks he had a giant mirror at one point where it was reflecting him and all. i mean just crazy dude so the stage show was there his background dancers weren't just dancers they were also his singers and then they would also pull out instruments and like play horns they they were phenomenal his band was incredible and the dude just has so many hits that like at one point he had to stop and get on the piano. He gave his band a break and he just got on the piano and went, I'm going to play you something. Tell me if you know this song. And he'd sing like a minute of a song. Like 
because he had so many hits he couldn't get them all in in two hours it was insane dude and he just you know how we always say the mark of a great live performer is if they sound the same as they do on the record right, right. and the ones that don't i i have a, an affinity to kind of walk away from bruno sounded better he was like remixing the songs adding notes and extra extra flavor to the vocals that weren't originally there and he was dancing and uh and the cool thing about the Dolby, it's a 4,000 seat venue. So there was a lot of firsts for me for this concert. Number one, this is the first concert. Now, maybe you've been to a concert where they've done this. I haven't. They locked up the phones. Mm. I've only been to stand up where they've done that. So Bruno had somebody standing there and had you put your phone in a bag and lock it up and you they unlock it after. Never been to a concert where they've done that. Let me tell you, dude. You keep the bag. You hold on to it. Yeah, but you can't get your phone out. And if they see you take your phone out, you're gone. But let me tell you, again, how I talked about Christmas Vacation, how I was just there. I was not worried about, oh, I want to video this, or I wasn't worried about the person in front of me holding up their phone in front of my face. I just was in the moment, present, and enjoyed the show. And he came out, and he said, it's a special night tonight. Do you know why? And everybody went, woo! And he goes, no, come on. This is Friday night in Vegas. It's a special night tonight. Do you know why? And everybody went, why? Ah! And they went crazy, and he goes... And he turned it into a song. He, he got. He goes, because I took your phones away, and now I can say whatever the fuck I wanna say, <laughs> and I can do whatever I wanna do, cause I took your phones away from you. <laughs> and everybody's laughing. He goes, no, but really, let's be honest. If you're like me, you've been on that thing all week. And he's like, it's Friday night. He's like, let's just have fun. Let's dance. Let's sing. Let's just be in the moment and enjoy the show. And it was badass, dude. It was amazing. And the cool thing about the Dolby is an, another first is I was up in the balcony. I've never uh -huh. been up like in a balcony like that. So they took our phones. We're up in the balcony. But the cool thing about it was it's just a 4,000 seat venue. It's probably half the size of like a Golden One Center. So there wasn't a bad seat. We were up in the balcony, but we were probably as close to Bruno as we were to Wu-Tang Clan when we went and saw him at Shoreline. Uh, and then he just killed it. And then the cool thing is I was hoping, because everybody that does a residency in Vegas usually has special guests pop up. Uh -huh. I was hoping Anderson Pac was going to show up and they were going to do like Silk Sonic stuff. That didn't happen. But he goes, ladies and gentlemen, one of my heroes is in the building tonight. And he's hoping I wouldn't see him. He's like, I see your ass. I see you, baby face. Put the spotlight on him. Babyface was in the audience. They're like, give it up for Babyface. This guy influenced me. This is the reason I write songs. I was trying to be like Babyface. And everybody kind of went like, yay. And they put the camera on him. And I looked at Amber and I go, these people don't understand. I, I looked at Amber and I, and I go, I don't know if you know, like we're watching a fucking, we're watching a concert with a legend. Like Babyface just ain't like, I, right. I, 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 these young Bruno Mars fans don't know. Babyface wrote, I'm your baby tonight for Whitney Houston. He wrote My, My, My for Johnny Gill. He wrote Don't Be Cruel for Bobby Brown. Uh, he wrote I'll Make Love to You and End of the Road for Boys to Men. He wrote Someone to Love for John B. I mean, I could go on and on and on. He wrote for Tony Braxton. He wrote, I mean, he. I think he wrote uh, Unbreak My Heart for Tony Braxton. I mean, the dude's catalog. He was the owner of LaFace Records who signed Outkast. Right. Like there was an absolute legend in the building. And there he was like, Babyface, one of my heroes, one of my icons, the reason I write music. And everybody was kind of like, 
Yay. And I looked over at Amber and I'm like, fuck, this is a big fucking deal. Like that's baby face. That is a, that is like the, uh, the man, like his pen game, like right. that he wrote the songs of my youth. Like he wrote, like if you listen to R and B from like 87 to 99, you love Babyface, and you may not even know you love Babyface. He wrote that many hits, but yo, man, we had a great time. And like I said, it was just exhausting because it sounds like I was doing the same thing you were doing, right? Running, right, just going. By the time once we got home from Vegas, it was full on Christmas mode, and we didn't stop. And then you go back to work, and then it's New Year's mode, <laughs> and you just keep it going. So, but again, so easiest as far as shopping, like uh, my shopping load was light, but uh, just because we put a trip in there um it just ramped up the stress but uh i would tell anybody right now if if you're a fan of bruno mars and you haven't seen bruno mars he's doing a run in vegas if you're looking to want to do a getaway and a little quick trip he he's doing a run i think he's coming back in Feb february he did a run through new year's in vegas from like the 23rd through the whatever, the 22nd through the 28th or something. And then he's coming back, I think, in February, and he's going to continue to do that. If you like Bruno Mars and you want to be absolutely blown away, I've seen a lot of big bands. I've seen the Foo Fighters. I've seen the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I've seen 311. I've seen the Dirty Heads. We've seen the Wu-Tang Clan. We've seen, uh, I've seen Snoop Dogg. I've seen a lot of killer top-notch shows. I've seen some amazing shows. Shows that blew my mind. And this was above all of them for me. So yeah, if you like Bruno, you like to travel, you want to get away, it's it's worth it, man. It's It was worth the 200 and something we paid for the ticket, whatever we paid for the plane trip. The, the, the hotels are dirt cheap out there right now. Like we got our room for like 30 something at night. It wasn't shit. We stayed at the Luxor. But it was a great Christmas, man. Uh, just busy, but amazing, dude. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Hey, let me tell you this. Uh, tell me. You, uh, you, you're you a pretty smart dude, so you might already know this, but you talked about babyface writing for other people. Yes. Did you know the level of... Um, how, many num or how many top hits in the 80s that Prince wrote for other people? Um, yeah, I'm aware. I know that, I know that he did a lot, but I don't know the exact number. I know he wrote like uh, Manic Monday. I know that he wrote uh, the Sinead O'Connor tune. Like he wrote Stevie Nicks Stand Back, which hit five on the top. Oh, see, I didn't know that one. Okay. Did you know that he wrote Jungle Love? Yes, I did know that. that's that his cousin. Top 20. Uh, what's his name? He, Morris Day is Prince's cousin. He wrote Sheila E's The Glamorous Life, which hit number seven. He was dating Sheila for a while, I believe. Shaka Khan, I Feel For You, number yep. three on the top billboard. Ah, I love that song. I love Shaka Khan. Yeah. Sheena Easton, Sugar Walls, number nine. Sugar Walls, interesting. I didn't know that one. A Love Bazaar, Sheila E, hit number 11. See, it pays to date Prince. Manic Monday, yeah. number two, written yeah. by Prince. Who performed that one? The uh, Bangles? The Bangles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the bangles. Just another manic Monday. Ah. Yeah, yeah. I wish it was Sunday. That's right. Can you imagine? I can't picture Prince singing that. <laughs> That's weird that he wrote it. Like The Art of No The Art of Noise featuring Tom Jones. Damn. Written by, by performed by Kiss. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Patty LaBelle, Yo Mister. Ah. Well, he wrote a lot more than Sinead I was. Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares yeah, to you. I knew that. That's the famous one. That Sinead. Yeah. Another the time song. 
Yeah. That we what jungle love? Tevin Campbell, round and round. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, Tevin's the man. Alicia Keys, how come you don't call me anymore? Ooh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Alicia's talented, man. What a stud, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Played multiple instruments. And, and if you've never seen other vi- videos and stuff outside of the actual show, the Prince stuff on the Dave Chappelle show. Yes. That shit's real. Oh, 100%. Prince like, said it Charlie was. Murphy was like, that really happened. Yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. made a joke out of it. We made skits out of it. Yeah, yeah. But that was real. Eddie Murphy verified it. Prince verified it. Like, they... they um. The, the one guy that they make fun of in the sketch, uh, there's another guy that they poke fun of at the sketch, Mickey Free. They're like, yeah, Mickey Free was there at the time. You know, he was kind of, he kind of looked like a chick. Thought Mickey Free was the new singer for Shalimar, you know, but I thought, man, Shalimar got this hot chick singer. Oh no, that's Mickey Free. Mickey Free in an interview said that story's 100% accurate. Charlie Murphy was one of those ones, man. He's just a different cat, man. I would have loved to have spent time with him and just hung out and had a conversation with that dude. The stories, they were going to do more of those uh, if he hadn't passed and they had done the third season of the Chappelle show. They had more planned. Uh, so sorry that they didn't make that happen. Right. Uh, well, Christmas was good. And then uh, we had that weird, it was kind of weird the way it worked out this year because you have Christmas on Monday. Right. And then you got 26, 27, 28, 29. Yeah. And then New Year's is on Monday. Right. So yeah. it's every, you know. We got two three-day weekends and two short work weeks. Yeah. Which yeah. is, you know, I'm not complaining. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we got, I, I, I can tell you about my New Year's. Yes. Let's my hear New it. Year's was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, Kim was like, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And I was like, nothing. Yeah. Not after last weekend. Right. And, you know, and she, and, and, you know, and she's like, oh, it's New Year's. I want to do something. You know, what, you know, what about Tahoe? Da, da, you know, like not, and, and trying to schedule something on no notice. Right. There goes your money. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And luckily, hopefully she's not listening. She's in the other room. I know she doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> she got under the weather. Oh yeah, that's right. I so, remember you telling so, me. So uh, yeah. we just uh, we just stayed here, and just she relaxed and she rested and slept and I hung out and you know played some video games and watched TV, cleaned the house and just kind of was here. Yeah, and uh, it was great. And then um, New Year's Day, one of our favorite places to go is uh, a restaurant called Din Tai Fung, uh-huh. which we've been to a lot in the last year uh it's in santa clara okay there's one in oregon like it's very like it's uh i don't even know how to describe it i don't know if it's chinese food exactly but um their food's phenomenal mm. and it is uh they have dumplings yeah like best dumplings i've ever had in my life it's what they're known for yeah and uh anyway we, we've gone to this place when we go to the niners game drop somebody off at the airport we always make sure if we're in town we go there sure uh, it's not cheap and uh, good old Mama B gave us uh, some gift cards for there. Oh, nice. Which was very nice and thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, she was feeling a little better and she was, Kim was like, I, I think I want to start the new year off right and, you know, go to DTF. Uh, you know, <laughs> Din Typhoon. 
Listen, one thing you might know about her, she's always down to funk. Yeah. You gotta watch out where you say DTF. Don't yeah, say that yeah. in the wrong room. Yeah. yeah. And uh and DTF is the same thing. Like you can get reservations like a month before. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. They're, you can't find reservations. Right. So just for fun, when she brought it up on, you know, the day like it was the thirtieth, I think. Yeah. She brought it up and I was like, Oh, just for fun, I'll go look, right? Yeah. Reservations. No, 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 no. Randomly, there was one reservation available uh-huh. at 10.15 for two. Okay. So I booked it. Yeah. And long as she felt better, we were going to go. We got up early. We drove out to Santa Clara. We had DTF. And then, you know, it was great. Wait, 10.15 at night? A.M. A.M. Okay. So okay. we got up got early, you. drove out there. Right by the time we sat, it was like 10.30-ish. We hadn't eaten anything that day, so it was yeah, like yeah, almost yeah. brunch-ish. Yeah. You know, and... Was there, we usually eat it in the afternoon or at the evening. Sure. So, but it worked out because like we ate and it was delicious and it was perfect. And uh, I'll tell you this, it was very funny to me. And I I don't know if you like you believe in like I don't believe in coincidences. Uh-huh. I just don't. Got you. And uh, maybe that's the NCIS in me. It's possible. The Jethro Gibbs. It's possible. Uh, but uh, we have a little song that we call our song. Uh-huh. And uh, when we sat down at DTF at 1030, it was on. In the, really? In the restaurant. Okay. Yeah. And may I ask what the song is? Uh, it's uh, Snow Patrol. Okay. Chasing Cars. Yeah, yeah, I know that song. Okay, nice. And that just happened to be on right as you sat down. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Right? Yeah, that's not a coincidence. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, DTF was great. We enjoyed it. And then uh, <laughs> we were always that down to down was to crazy, fun. dude. <laughs> uh, and uh, then, then uh, we came back. And she, we drove back to Modesto. She returned one, had one return to do at like uh-huh. Macy's that sure. she went in and did. Sure. And then we were home by like two thirty. Yeah. And, that's, uh, the, that's the best. It was best. We didn't yeah, have to yeah. deal with end of the New Year's traffic. It yeah, was great. Yeah. It was a, it was a perfect weekend. It was very laid back and relaxing, and it wasn't too expensive. Thank you, Mama B. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, because that took a hundred off our bill, which was sure, nice. absolutely. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, we didn't go anywhere either. The the wife made tamales. Which is great. She made, uh, you know, some spicy ones, some some beef filled ones, and then like a, like a dessert one with like pumpkin inside. They were all really good, and we just hung out at the house. She was making those throughout the day. We were just hanging out, watching movies, just chilling. And, you know, watch TV until the until the ball dropped, and then went to bed, man. And then the next day, just hung out. So tamales, um, chocolate peanut butter cake. No, that didn't happen. Uh, that would just be in general, like yeah. in, in 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 Amber's, you know, repertoire. Yeah, oh, it's in there. Yeah, the chocolate peanut butter cake yeah, is there, yeah. but I haven't had that in a long. Spe- it's been a long speaking time. Speaking of just yeah. not related at all, I, yeah, I think yeah. we should hang out more yeah. together with Amber. <laughs> yeah, we definitely just FYI. should. Yeah, if that cake's involved, I'm going to spend more time with her too. Yeah, no, no, but the tamales, we're always uh, down to tamale. <laughs> DTT, bro. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's kind of a, a tradition for her. She'll do that. They uh, sometimes get together as a family and do it. This year, she just did it. But uh, yeah, super chill, super mellow. We didn't go anywhere other than I ran to the market around the corner to get stuff for the tamales. But other than that, man, just stayed home. You, you know, the thing is to me is like is like the the acronym FOMO, fear of missing out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I I always for sure be like, man, like, and maybe it's just because New Year's used to be a big thing and we'd yeah. have big parties. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Get together and just have yeah. a great time. But then, like, you know, for the most part, 
feel like ass on New Year's Day. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. It, you know, not this year. No. It was relaxing. And then when January 2nd came and I went to work, I felt great. Yeah. You know what's funny? Not being a drinker uh, and getting married young and having kids young, New Year's was never like... You know, as a kid, it was just make it till the ball dropped and then make a bunch of noise. I remember that was the big deal. My parents would let me go outside and bang the pots and pans and, and yell, woohoo, you know, or shoot off a cap gun or something at midnight. And so it was a big deal to make it to that and just to get to stay up late. And then, you know, once I got out of the house at 18 and I had started working and, and I was never much of a drinker, it was not that big of a deal. And then I got married young and it was just about, all right, let's. Let's stay in and do the same thing that I did, uh, that my parents did for me to do for my kids. And then I have a son whose birthday is New Year's Eve. He was, we went, she, my ex-wife went into labor New Year's Eve, Eve, and he was born on New Year's Eve. So to top it all off, that's like the perfect excuse to not go anywhere for like 18 years. You know, it's like, well, it's, yeah, we don't go far. It's Max's birthday. And but we, he could never have a party on that night. No one else wants to go out either when you have kids, right? So everybody'd always be like, uh, you know, every time we'd try to have a party on New Year's Eve, it was a big no-go. Right. So we'd have his birthday in February, and we would just have a family party at home that night. And so it was always like a, the perfect excuse to stay home. But yeah, man, Christmas was great. New Year's was great. Uh, Christmas was crazy busy. But I think I, it sounds like we both counteracted that by having a mellow New Year and just and just right. recharging the batteries. It was amazing, man. I'm... Uh, um, um, you know what? As much as I enjoyed it, I'm glad to have it in the rearview mirror and be past it now. Uh, like you said, ate way too much, drank way too much, um, did not get enough exercise. So now it's now it's recoup time. It's time to you know pay the piper. Uh, you know you gotta pay to play. So now now I gotta burn all that shit off. You know. Whew. Yeah, I know. That's how I felt on January second. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Deep breath. <gasps> And exhale. Yeah, no, it's it's good. You know, it's good. I love it. Enjoy the holidays, but glad they're over. You know what I mean? Like not like saying goodbye to an old friend. Look forward to seeing you again next year, but don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. You hey, know what I'm saying? Hello. hello. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Go enjoy some DTF. <laughs> Go fung. <laughs> Always down to fung. Go fung and have a tamale, and we'll see you next year. So... Yeah, man. Great Christmas. Good to be back. Can't wait. Uh, next, What's next week? We're going to do the uh, New Year's goals episode next? Yeah. We're going to okay. get into the goals, man. Yeah, so stay tuned next week. Um, would love to hear back from you guys how your Christmas went. Uh, let us know what's a tradition you did. Maybe what's a tradition you didn't do this year. Did you flip the script? Did you change it up? Did you travel? Give us some feedback. We'll shout you out on the show. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, anything else from you, my friend, before we get out of here? Oh. Yes. <laughs> All right, then. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. I am an exceptional thief, Miss McLean. And since I'm moving up to kidnapping, you should be more polite. <laughs> Peace.